I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to another edition of Zone Time, everybody. I'm Julian. Avery is here. Tic-Tac-Tomar is also here. Sam, also here. Good to see all of you. Uh, got a lot I want to talk about. Sam, this is going to be another one of those tough episodes where we talk about how <laughs> tough things are at the Vancouver Canucks. I'm sorry it's to tell tough. you. All I get to tell you is how right I was for the last few years. It's true. Okay, so maybe it's not going it's to be great. nearly as tough. Um, I do <laughs> want to get some some housekeeping uh, out the way. I was on uh, Avery's podcast, uh, the third intermission podcast the other day. I uh, really appreciate uh, being on that show with you, buddy. Really appreciate the fact that uh, you were asking me uh, if, if about Brad Trilliving's offseason. Can you tell me specific? Can you tell everyone specifically uh, how good his offseason was in your estimation? I want everyone else to hear what you said. <laughs> well, there's a running joke on the third intermission that he is considered the finesser of the year for what he did. <laughs> and we as a podcast said that he should get a gold do rag for a GM of the year. <laughs> I can't wait until I run into Brad for living at a press box and then I have to explain to him what a gold do-rag is. Someone needs to film that. <laughs> like, 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 what if I tell Brad for living, like, hey man, if you ever want waves. <laughs> oh my god! Maybe you're dead. Maybe your dad Jim would want once. You know, you should do. You should do. Create a super cool line of do rags and show up on Dragon's Den and see what his father Jim would say. Oh my god, that's such a funny visual. Imagine Brad Living walking to the Salad Dome, the short brush brushing his hair. <laughs> Brad, no Brad Trill- would, would oh, my God. I mean, oh, I'm all for representation. God. I mean, we have only <laughs> one black GM in the NHL, and he can't really do the 100 strokes of it. Oh. I mashed up my microphone. That's how oh. crazy shit is today. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. Um, there, was, oh. there was another thing I wanted to get to in this oh, early no. part that I completely oh. forgot because we were laughing so hard. So in the V-time, I'm just going to mm. wish a very early birthday. Oh uh to uh sloan <laughs> uh sam's daughter aka baby zone time uh, who will turn uh one year old on friday yeah <gasps> yeah i think this is the this is one year from from the day i texted karen and was like 
I can't. I can't record today. I'm in the hospital. That valid. And it's just like it's just it comes off like so mundane. Like because usually it's like, hey, like you know something came up. Like you know we're busy. Water is like I I'm yeah. in labor. I I can't go on. It's like yeah yes of course. Like <laughs> imagine we're like how could you. Yeah, could you imagine? She just recorded from the hospital. (laughs) It took like like 36 hours, so. I've been nuts. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Can you imagine just like talking about the Canucks just from your bed? Like, I mean, I don't know how that would have gone if like contraction started going on at that point. That would have been insane. That would have been been so fired yet? Uh, He had to. It was like right around. Yeah, it was right around this time. Yeah, yeah. I look. <laughs> that's such a, such a weird visual. Of that anyway. Uh, happy early birthday uh, to Sloane from uh, her respective West Indian uncles at uh, mm-hmm. at uh, yeah Sports Canada slash Zone Time. Speaking of West Indian uncles, oh, now oh, I remember oh. what I wanted to get to oh. as well. Right. There we Avery go. Being a nice scrum lurker in that. In that Connor McDavid presser, got caught like in four K, looking like a proud West Indian, smiling at Connor McDavid. Yo, shout Can out! Can you explain yourself? First of all, shout out to at Oily Gifts on Twitter. She captured that picture of me in the scrum after the Oilers mm-hmm. beat down the, the Florida Panthers. And you know, Connor was telling a joke about the Oilers being on power play for quite a bit, and I laughed. And I realized when I started laughing, I realized, oh, this is gonna get captured on Twitter, Oilers Plus. Instagram, but it also showed once again that yes, uh, I am among all the reporters, I am the shortest reporter in that contingent. I'm the smallest reporter out of everybody in that, in that press box. I'm that, only 5'8. <laughs> that that picture screamed like, yeah, boy. This guy's just like looking up at him. I saw the picture, I lost it. <laughs> when you go on, when you when you inevitably have your uh your bachelor-esque show for the love of Avery, are you going to start off being like I'm the shortest reporter in the Oilers press box? Don't yo, do that. Yo, yo, don't disqualify first, yourself. Yo, I will not lie about my height. Dudes, let me take right here now. Dudes, wait, you do you consider yourself ask, a short? You lie kid? about height? Yeah, hell yeah. Embrace being short, embrace being short. Don't go on no hinge or Twitter and bumble and tell a gal that you six one when you five seven. <laughs> Embrace it. Okay, fine. All for right. Those, for those who didn't catch that, the, the West Indian came out in Avery there when he emphasized the hinge, that that elongated note. That that's that's the Caribbean flavor right there, my friend. I'm just I'm saying. Surprised that he was... Don't be going I'm... on no Tinder telling people you're six feet when you're five eight. I'm surprised I heard the, the letter H when you said hinge. <laughs> That's not supposed to be a thing with us. <laughs> okay, we've oh, done man. enough mischief oh. to start off the gossip point of the beginning of uh, zone time. I like the fact oh. we do the little light stuff before mm. we get to oh, things like, uh, you know, Brock Besser in Vancouver and uh, whatever mess is going on there. It just feels like almost every few weeks, just when we think the Vancouver Canucks, everything is good there. Something comes up. The latest thing in Vancouver. Oh, was that Baby Sloan? Shout out, Baby Sloan. <laughs> Even Baby Sloan can't believe what's happening in Vancouver. Yeah. Wailing Baby Sloan pain. had the same reaction that I did when yes. um when I when I was watching the inter- intermission. As soon as this as soon as it was revealed, I literally high pitched screamed and said, "Sam, no!" Like, <laughs> like immediately, like I lost it. 
Because it's like like one at one after another, and just like that whole like mess. Like he was playing, he was gonna play, and then he was a healthy scratch, and then he wasn't a healthy scratch. Like such, I'm I'm glad he scored. Like that was awesome. It was cool that he was cool that he got the goal. But man, like what a weird situation, right? Just just to fill it, Sam. Please fill in any blanks if I'm missing anything. Uh, Saturday, I want to say that game, Vancouver and Arizona. Also supposed to be hockey fights cancer game. That game, uh, unfortunately for Brock Besser, he lost his father to cancer. Uh, that is a game apparently that meant a lot for him to play early on in the day. He was announced as a healthy scratch. Then Dakota Joshua announced that he was not going to be able to go. Then at the very last second, Brock Besser gets inserted into the lineup. Uh, Bruce Boudreaux was saying he basically played mad all game. As Omar alluded to, yes, he did score. And in the intermission, uh, as uh, Elliot Friedman and the boys do, uh, on Hockey Night in Canada, it is announced that, uh, 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 I almost said Bruce Boudreau, uh, Brock Besser and his people are allowed to seek a trade. What a mess. What a mess. What a mess. It's pretty uh, par for the course for the Canucks. <laughs> yeah. This organization does. is not capable of doing a single thing without making it a mess. Can I also say something too? Considering the fact that, you know, they did what they did with JT Miller, and Bo Horvat still, you know, we're still trying to figure out what's going to happen with him. Why do I not feel confident that, one, they're going to trade Brock Besser? Two, if they trade Brock Besser, they're not going to get uh, a fair return for him. Why do I have this weird feeling that whatever happens next with Brock Besser, I am going to assume the worst? Because you're right. Yeah. The 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 found the the. <clears throat> The environment or the the tone around this is not in the Canucks' favor. They don't have the leverage at all, because then you know we we know things to a certain extent, but you know they're the the team's a mess, the organization's a mess. They don't know where they're going, and Brock Besser's long Brock Besser's long term future with the Canucks has never been like in like stone cold stone cold like writing or anything of anything anyway. He's on a deal that isn't horrible if he can, you know, if he can get his production up. Like it's not horrible, like like another two years at like six, seven, five or something like that. Six point um, six five. All right. So that's not horrible. And again, if you're a team and you say, Okay, yeah, sure, well, like, we'll trade for Rob Besser, but like I don't know what your asking price is gonna be, but we're definitely not gonna like pay you, pay you like top dollar. Absolutely not. Like, like it's it, it's weird. It's almost as if like trading Brock Besser is like other teams doing the Canucks a favor which is odd because usually you should try to capitalize on, on a deal like that, especially a team like the Canucks who should be fall, who should be tanking and should be falling out. So it's, it's, it's weird. They can make this deal, but like, it seems as if they're probably going to lose it. I mean, yeah, look at when you, if you take a scroll through Canucks Twitter, you had people being like the Canucks should be happy to get a second Only? for Brock Besser. I saw that. Yeah. Canucks oh, fans nuts. saying you should be happy to get a, second for Brock Besser because they need the cap space. And this is like a market where people were like, I would turn down Bowen Byram and Alex Newhook for JT Miller, but somehow a second for Brock Besser is acceptable. Like what I like, I literally don't understand what is happening here. I don't know how the Canucks have managed to turn what, what was supposed to be one of their best core players into somebody who apparently can't fetch more than a second. Yeah. Um, every single aspect of this has been mismanaged. Like, 
it, it continues, it shouldn't surprise me anymore, but it continues to surprise me how badly they managed to mess up every single situation. Like it, this isn't just about the trade value and, you know, the, the notion that he can go, he can talk to other teams and seek a trade. It's also that, you know, Boudreaux came out afterwards and was like, had no idea it was hockey fights cancer night. Like, yes. what, what is your internal PR and communications team doing? Like that is literally your job. Make sure the coach knows these things. Like I, I don't know what's happening here. Why, why does every single thing that should be a nothing story end up being a huge mess every single time? It's I was talking about it. Oh, go ahead, Avery. Go ahead. I was going to say on every aspect in terms of the on ice elements, the PR elements, the Canucks have no idea what the hell they're doing. Like they don't know where they want to go, what to be. We know the bad PR has come from the preseason stuff. We know what's happened on the ice. Like I, I people talk about you know being a playoff team or being a rebuilding team. The Canucks aren't anything right now. We don't know if they want to rebuild and make the playoffs. Like we have no idea what they want to be the rest of the year. We have no clue. Yeah. They and might still fall too, ass but... backwards into the playoffs. They're not that far off from a wild card spot. I'm not saying they're going to make it. Like just where they're at right now, considering what things are, they could still fall ass backwards. And it yeah. wouldn't. And that's and again me thinking the worst again. It wouldn't be like, man, the Canucks really earned. It's like no, they fell ass backwards into a wild card spot because they decided to play well when everyone told them to tank for Connor Bedard. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Omar, go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say, man. Like, like I know I don't watch Canucks games all the time, but like. If you're if you're a Canucks fan and you think Brock Besser is a cap dump, a cap dump, then like give yourself give your head a shake, man. This is a this is a player who I don't think we have seen the his full potential. Can put up 25 goals. I think it's probably probably would have done that this year. And now if you take that in combination with the player with something to prove, like come on, man. Like that, I I it's so disappointing that they're at this point because like yeah, like when. When the Canucks were starting to like, you know, put some pieces together, like you thought Besser was probably going to be one of those like long-term pieces. And now it seems like he's going to be one of the first to be out, which again, makes no sense because again, if they did things properly, he's a cornerstone player. At least he's one of the foundational pieces that you use to build around it. And now, no, we're going to keep like freaking Tyler Myers or whatever. Like that should be the captain. I'm like, come on. How much does he make? Six million. Lord have him come on, man. Like <laughs> oh my gosh. Jeez. Hey uh Sam, uh you would know better than me. How good defensively is uh Brock Basser? Mm. Ooh, is he better that than doesn't me? sound that doesn't sound like a Daryl <laughs> Sutter type player to me. Just just asking for a particular market I happen to be. Oh, cause they need ah yeah, uh, you, you see? Yeah, uh, you see. Okay, Avery, okay. Avery, I don't know, do you if, think the Flames if, should have a solution other than just signing former Canucks? You'd think. Chris Tanevich, Jacob Markstrom are already here. <laughs> you would think so, yeah. yeah Avery, also, shout, shout out to Markstrom for being completely honest the other day. We will get to uh, we we should we will get to Jacob Markstrom. Avery, if Brad mm-hmm. Living finds a way to swing uh, Brock Besser... Uh, to the Calgary Flames, do we upgrade the do rag to platinum? <laughs> you might have to. Some fans might say give him a platinum one. Some fans might be in favor of that in Calgary. All depends which fans you ask, but <laughs> some might give him a platinum one. I wonder if someone's cool enough to do like a Photoshop of Brad for living where they put I'm like waves try. on his head I'm, I'm and like try. they smoke, like he has oh like God, a I can't like... wait to see this. Oh my God, oh, that's so funny. 
Um, can okay. Let's. Uh, I mean, I don't know, but like. They, By the they, way, they a Calgary like Flames it. trade for Brock Besser would not be as simple as like here's a no. second round pick. No. Like they 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 do not have a lot of salary cap space themselves. They'd have to move a body. I mean, I'm, I'm sure if you're in Vancouver's place and you realize, oh, this team might have to work a little bit to make it work. You try to see if you get a prospect out of it to like, you know, if, if, if I don't know what other teams are looking to get for Brock Besser, but it might not be worth it. They should probably put their efforts towards Timo Meyer instead, but that that's for another episode about what the Calgary Flames should do. But mm. uh, Brock Besser could be on the move if uh, I know Omar was asking what wing he plays on. Yeah, I thought it was left. I was like, Kyle. You think Kyle. you think Kyle Dubas would have went for him if he was a left winger? Uh Kyle Dubas would have wanted for him if he played for the Sioux Greyhounds, but he doesn't. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I yeah, think it was true. uh Nakash on um on uh, Twitter said that um that if if <laughs> if, if Brock Bester was a was a former Sioux Greyhound, he would have been a leaf tomorrow. <laughs> I mean <laughs> hey, you could do worse. Not Wait lying. a minute. Wait a minute, Avery. Uh, Evander Kane's not going to be playing for a while. Why don't the Oilers get him? Man, no. Ken's, Ken's not that clever. Come on. Also, too, if you know Ken Holland, he's Kendrick he... Holland. You don't think Kendrick Holland could swing a deal? No, also, Ken, Ken Brock Juan Besser Holland wasn't... Isn't, isn't gonna, isn't gonna Brock Besser Ken wasn't... Juan... <laughs> nah, Ken, no, you have to call him Kenwin. You have to make a real trade. <laughs> Kenwin. Yo, you also... don't think Kenwin Holland could do it? No. Brock Besser wasn't ex Leaf, also, too. <laughs> Mm, that's true. That's Yo, Ken true. Hall, Ken Hall loves himself some ex-Maple beliefs, as we can tell over the past year. That is very uh, well, true. I don't know. He may not be loving all of them. Oh, anyway. We'll continue to monitor the uh, the Brock Besser sweepstakes as they arise. I totally see a situation where we're waiting until the deadline and that passes. Like, I'm, 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 I'm resigned to that. That that's what I think is going to happen. Anyway, uh, let's move on to uh, something else. I want to check in on uh, some teams that are currently outside of playoff positions as of this recording. Entirely possible that maybe they win their next few games and maybe they're tied for wild card spots. But uh, it's looking real weird for some teams. And uh, this is also an excuse for us to discuss so the Calgary Flames and Jacob Markstrom letting everybody know that he sucks at hockey right now. Being in that locker room and hearing him say that, man. Down bad. Down bad. I still don't know what the hell he was doing in that game against Montreal. Where literally dude decided to, to slide out how many feet by the by the hash marks to try to get that puck. That's the easiest goal Yaris Slavkovsky's probably scored all year. I mean, listen, we, we talked about it last year. Like, if Markstrom is on his game, the Flames win that series. Sorry, Avery. Like that <laughs> they do. Like the the dude, the dude could not stop anything and it's continued. So, like, it's interesting that he's saying, like, it's kind of making it seem like right now, like, you know, he sucks at hockey. But it's like, man, it's it's been a while, man. And, yeah, the Flames are not are not helping him in, in front of him. Like, that I'll say, like, to a to a degree. Like, watching the Flames sometimes, like, I'm shocked that Daryl Sutter is the coach. I'm like, I'm like, this is what you're doing? This is what you're doing on a Daryl Sutter team? Like, wow. And then, but again, like, Markstrom, he's not giving them an opportunity either. So, it's like, a, it's a... Mixed bag of chaos, and right now it's like it's costing them. Like, like I don't think yeah, they're still not in the playoff spot, right? Like, oh my gosh, like yeah, they're they're outside. You know what's funny actually? Like being on the ground here, uh, there are people who are not only going to his defense and are saying like, hey, what about the offense that can't score consistently? And they sort of have a point. Not wrong. 
They're not completely wrong about that. The Calgary Flames right now, they're not consistent enough. There are people asking for Daryl Sutter's job, like a very silent minority. But like, I was told when I came here that like everybody loves Daryl Sutter. In Daryl, we trust. Now, like, like we're seeing like a little crack in the foundation. Maybe it's like one of those cracks where it's like, ah, maybe you could just fill it with like sand or something later, or maybe you don't have to worry about it right now. But we're starting to see that pressure just a little bit. Again, very small minority of people, not everybody. But there are people wondering about uh, the Calgary Flames and how they're doing things. And I mean, hey, I, I guess I can understand from their vantage point, Daryl Sutter's going to ha- gonna be have a contract after this seat. Oh, no, he's not. He has an extension that starts next year. I mean, yeah, he does. Yeah, so like, I'm not saying I'm not saying he shouldn't have it. I'm just just for people who who don't want him in Calgary anymore. Just know he's he's he has an extension that starts next year. Yeah, yeah, they got they got to figure that out, and I I don't know what it is. Um, maybe it's just like you know play more purpose purposeful hockey. Um, you know, having an impact again. You know, I I was really looking forward to like what. Nazem Kadri and Andre and Andrew Mangiapane could have done this season. And I think they've been a little underwhelming. I think Jonathan Huberto has been a little underwhelming. And, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of like think, okay, well, like Elias Lind- Lindholm, you know, last year he had like, what, 40 goals or something. He and did. this year he doesn't seem too dangerous. Yeah, but you know, uh, but, but also, but also two thirds of his line are in different now, cities now. That's what I was about to say. I'm like, and who was he playing with last year and who was not on the team anymore? So it's like, Okay, did we did we get rid of the straws that were drawing that were stirring the drink there, and did and did the did the flames kind of like miss on replacing those? So maybe we have to downgrade the platinum do rag to a, to a bronze for now. Oh, I love that! I love that analysis. Damn, because man, like I I was believe me, as soon as the trade happened, I was I was like they got fleeced, they got murdered. Like how like you give up Kachuk and you get Huberto and Mackenzie Weir like they got murdered on the deal and now I'm watching them play and it's like, damn okay well that sucks now my joke doesn't work anymore, so so it's like selfishly I want them to do better so my joke can be funny but also like they they can't afford to be bad especially after what happened last season. Nope, you know they weird. cannot afford that. You know what's weird too is that we see how the Flames fourth line, like the the bottom six of the Flames, is not exactly the best. And we see the struggles of guys like Trevor Lewis and and uh, Milan Lucic playing lower minutes. But it's like, at what point does Matthew Phillips come up? I know there's the aversion of the team recalling Here we go. Wrangler players. I know Sutter doesn't call up players who are under five foot eleven. But good grief, man! Come on. He's he's leading the AHL team in scoring. I know he's five foot seven and my size, but at what point do you go to the man who's having a great year with the Wranglers right now? At what point do you do? Because the fans want it, media is calling for it. At what point do you give in? Because you cannot be stubborn to a point and never call the man up when he's delivering in the AHL. Guys, guys, I hate to be that guy. It's not happening, bro. Is not happening. <laughs> I don't have anything against Matthew <laughs> Phillips. I want to see this dude succeed. He's killing it in the American Hockey League. You could also say Jacob Peltier or, or Connor Zary should also be get, getting called up too. But considering the style of play that the Calgary Flames have, where they need heavy guys, they need big boys, even Dylan Dubé and, and Blake Coleman and Majapani, who are like 5'10", 5'11", 
like like, like 180. I for, like the I big forgot dudes. Black Cole. I forgot Coleman was on the team. You almost said Black Coleman. Yeah, I almost said Black Coleman. Yeah, yeah. You Yo. Forget. Yeah, but yeah, I completely forgot that Blake Coleman was on the team. Blake Coleman is on the Calgary Flames, man. He's like, I think, like first or second second year in a six year deal. He's there, but like he he is like on the shorter side of things. I mean, and and once upon a time, Johnny Gaudreau was there, but he made his presence felt with the scoring ability. Matthew Phillips is gonna have to find a way to not get bounced around at the NHL level. Like, that's what it's going to have to come down to, dude. It's not so much that he's like five seven. It's the fact that he's five seven and one forty five pounds, like that. Like, like we. I think. I like. I'll say this as someone who does want to see Matthew Phillips get a chance. I think the discourse around Matthew Phillips has surrounded too much about his height and less about how much he weighs and how much he actually like plays around like bigger plays in the HL. I've seen him get bumped around by bigger guys in the AHL. How's that going to look in the NHL? Like he has to figure that out in order to make that work. Even guys like. Cole Caulfield, who are just who are short, like they're they're wider dudes. People yeah. are making the comparison, like, man, they don't want to be in a situation where they they give up on the next Martin Saint Louis. Have you seen Martin Saint Louis like thick thighs? Like yeah. four, yeah. Yeah. four C's, four C's thick, man. <laughs> I, I my jaw dropped. What? I was like, holy flip. Okay, yeah, man. Like, yeah, you have you have to find a way to make it. Maddie Phillips. Bulk up, my guy. Do what you can. Do what you can. Do what you need to do to get your weight up. Anyway, uh, we spent a lot of time in the Calgary Flames, which I'm sure the Flames fans will appreciate. Um, speaking of Florida, they also happen to be outside of a playoff spot. What's what's, what's going on there, guys? Sergey Bobrovsky not doing it for you? Sergey Bobrovsky is the sole reason why a goalie will never make double digits ever again. Like, cool. Oh. Like, ever. <laughs> Ever, damn, he makes Matt, ten and a. Hold on, I have to, I have to, I have to read this. Sergey Bobrovsky was an actual cop on the force. They would have called for his badge and gun a long time ago. Sergey Bobrovsky makes ten million dollars this year and the next three. <laughs> That's wild. Th- that is so bad. They will. That is an un. You want to talk about an unmoved? That that right? People complain about like, oh, never mind. It already has a no move clause. <laughs> well, like it, even if it didn't have a no no move clause, like that in itself is a no moving clause. Like that's weird, man. That's so. so... The only, so yeah. the only goalie right now who's making double digits and is doing well is Andre Vasilevsky because he's what at like ten at least. No, I think Vasilevsky's at nine five, man. Oh, he's under 10. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's oh, under 10. Let me so check that means to be that, sure. So that means the only goalies who are, are doing well, yeah. oh, not doing well, but the only goalies who are making double digits are Sergei Bobrovsky in Florida and Carey Price, who's not playing anymore, but doesn't want his guns taken away. I can't, I can't even anyway. talk about what he said today. Yeah, yeah. Um, we we don't need to go into Carey Price yeah. and the guns. We don't. That's yeah. no. Let's not even do that. But yeah, uh, but yeah man, the Florida Ford, Panthers. They're man, like it's I think they had their year, and that year was cool. And then Boston said, Thanks for holding our spot. And <laughs> like, like, cause man, they just like they just scored goals like crazy. Like it was you want to talk about 80s hockey. Like when we talking about last year, how like 
they were they they had the highest goals per game since like the Avalanche in '96 or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. just disgusting amount of goals. And and same thing, they lost they lost two players that contributed to a lot of offense. Huberto freaking set a record for like most assists or whatever. Like for well, a left, left winger. winger. And yeah, Mackenzie Weger was great. It was great on both ends. And they just haven't been able to get that. And yeah, I didn't know so they're in the Atlantic division where, you know, the teams are better. So yeah, yeah that sucks. They have Matthew Kachuk though. They have Matthew Kachuk though. Yeah. And they don't have like a first round pick until they won 2025. Like, man, yeah, that right there. That's why, that's why GMs are like, yo, yo, yeah, we should go for it this year. Ah, actually, we should probably make, I don't yeah. know. Bill Zito said F them picks. Oh my God. Oh my God. That's going to be, that's going to be tough. Like there's going to be a time where like, they're going to have like, no, holy, oh my God. Yeah. There's going to be like, so this year they only have yes. a second, a fourth and a fifth and a sixth, but it was just okay. Then the yeah. year after they don't have a first or a second. So like, yeah, it, it's weird. That's, that's going to be tough, but they just yeah. don't have the same flair, I guess. And the same finishes last year. Nah, they just don't. Um, So we mentioned Calgary, we mentioned the Florida Panthers. Uh, any thoughts on Nashville being out? We don't have to spend that long on Nashville if we don't want to. They were kind of hanging by a thread anyway when they were getting in last year and UC Saros was hurt. I regret saying that UC Saros was going to win the Vesta Trophy because uh, he is nowhere near that. At least you didn't right. tweet that Jack Campbell was going to. <laughs> Could have been worse. Oh, Anthony Stewart. Sorry, buddy. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna get that a lot. Uh, I guess that only leaves another team that I want to talk about. Uh, once upon a time on this show, a team of destiny, a team we would consider, uh, you know, wearing the Disney cape and everything. The New York whoa, Rangers. Whoa, 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 whoa! I was whoa. not part of that. We think you were not part of that. Why do you think we got that whole bet going with Cuthbert last year? That's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, if the Rangers were a movie, anymore. they'd be High School Musical too. Man, that's an insult. That's the worst one, in my opinion. I said what I said. That's the worst. It is, one. That's that's my point. Yeah. It is the worst one. Yeah, because man, they just then the Jacob true. Did you see the the Athens you quote a quote? That's oh so no, that's a quote. What did, oh my God. what did he say? He was he, so so I guess they got into it during their game, and then um and then like uh Athens you says like so I'm paraphrasing. It was just like. He makes eight million dollars and only and only had it doesn't have any goals, so I guess he has to find a way to do something on the ice. It's like, oh, Avery, can you remind the people at home uh, which Caribbean island Andreas Athanasiu is uh, is partially from? Guyanese man, yes man, yes. Guyanese. Mm. Yes, shout out Andreas Athanasiu. I was able to get the name right. Yeah, but like the big thing, man, it has to be Shesterkin, right? I mean, like, mm-hmm. and even even he himself has admitted it, but. It's they just there's they're not getting the same saves that they got last year. They're just not, no, and the nope. timely ones too, right? Like like well, I guess their recent loss against Ottawa, right? Like I think they're up like two one or something, and then you check the freaking you check the game afterwards. They lost like three two in overtime. Like so, like the the timely saves, the the routine saves, and then the the you know that kind of just hurts the room, especially in a year where they probably were like, hey, we're going for the cup this year. Yeah, and I was just like. So now, like, they're just being hit, like, on all ends when it comes to their confidence. It's brutal. Yeah, I picked them to go to the conference final. When we do that episode where we uh, walk back all the stuff that we got wrong, I feel like I'm going to have a laundry list of stuff. I was actually just thinking about this earlier when we were talking about the Flames and then Nashville. I feel like we all got 
a lot of things really wrong this year. Oh, yeah. When we get to that episode, we definitely will. Uh, actually, that reminds me, actually. Uh, next weekend, uh, Calgary and uh, Toronto at uh, Scotiabank Arena. Omar, are you coming? No. What do you mean, no? What are you doing? Uh, not spending a mortgage payment. But I can't, don't you, I can't, I can't don't you have, like, do you have, do you don't have a press pass? I guess I like, yeah. It, it depends. I'll, I'll have to figure it out. I could you go. have a press pass. I'm going to be there. You have to come. Okay, I'll see. I'll see. But yeah, but yeah, that'd be cool. Man, it's going to Leafs games as part of media is, is hard sometimes, man, because you, you can't Why celebrate. You, can, you can't celebrate. Like, you know. You can't hold You can't hold it in for three periods? No. <laughs> no, man. Last year, Michael Bunting had the nastiest play and I had to hold it in. James Harden was looking at me. And I was like, I'm holding it in. I'm holding it in. It was like, Yo, nah, pass. <laughs> turn your sleeve. Turn your sleeve. Be like, what? I was like, <laughs> he, exactly looked at, he, and he, he looked at me. I was like, that was a good play. <laughs> good play. <laughs> no, I was going to do that. <laughs> I was going to say, somehow, some way, with the two of y'all in Toronto, there's got to be a way to have you two for the part of zone time. In the Yahoo Sports studios in person next next week's show. Okay, um, I need to pause the show for a second because uh, our our great producer Kiaran Breed does the Lord's work by recording our shows every day. He found a way to do the Photoshop of Brad True Living with the Durek, and it is glorious. Oh my God. Where what? Has this, where has this so, been sent? So it's because we're talking about this, I imagine uh, maybe it will show up on video at some point. Where? Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my sorry, sorry. I know it's an audio. <laughs> if you're listening to audio, you have no idea what we're talking about. And if this doesn't somehow show up on video, I'm sorry. Uh, but we will I, I don't know what to say about this. <laughs> I don't know what to say about oh this at all. Do we god. have access to this? Yes, yes, yes. I th- I believe it's in your, your respective emails. Oh my oh god! Oh my god! Or I don't know. At least I have it in my email, and I see it, and I'm just. This might be one of the most incredible things I've ever seen. <laughs> Brad is nice man. Just, I just, I can't believe what I'm seeing here. Would you okay. <laughs> I I don't know if I can. I don't know if I really can because like I just stone, feel stone faced. Just like Mr. Tree of the Living, I have something to show you. Like. You know what it is? If this was somebody else who would know what it is, maybe they'd find it funny. I just feel I just I'd have to spend like five minutes explaining what a do-rag is to Brad. Like I don't know if I want that conversation. <laughs> yeah, yo, you know what would be funny? If he goes, yeah, I got two at home. <laughs> don't worry, the glasses. Oh my god. <laughs> yo, <laughs> this is so funny. Yo. You know, yo, this has oh my god! Don't have to worry about the show getting canceled for us saying something. I just got it now. I just got it. Oh my god, that's so funny! (laughs) This this needs this needs to be. Yo, if 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 the Flames like make a big trade like at the deadline, this and the Yahoo Sports account has to tweet this. Like, just has to quote tweet it. Just like no no words. Just that (laughs) just that image. Oh my god, that's so funny. (laughs) So shout out Kieran Breed uh, for that amazing that was incredible. Photoshop. That, that's that was amazing. incredible. That's Thank amazing you. work. Oh Stuff like this is what this show is about. Okay. Um, oh my god. We have to keep the uh, the West Indian uh, black vibes going because uh, if there's <laughs> one man who deserves one good thump, 
it's Jordan Bennington. Oh my God. That mm-hmm. man deserves he like I'm just gonna say it. He deserve you know what? No, I'm not gonna say it. But that man, if if he was brought up right, like like for a West Indian person, he would get told off for the way that he acts on the ice. Because there's no reason for him to be acting like an asshole on the ice. And yes, I said it. He acts like an asshole on the ice. And uh very recently against the Pittsburgh Penguins, he did that against Jason Zucker and even his head coach, Craig Berube. It said it's got to stop. It doesn't help anything. Just play goal. Stop the puck. Like, even his head coach is going to the media being like, dude, stop acting like a waste man. Like, I just think it's funny that he can't do any of those things. He can't stop the (laughs) antics and he can't stop a puck. (laughs) I mean, not lying, Sam. (laughs) Dude, he's been so bad. He's been bad for seasons. He has some yeah. bad for seasons. Yeah, that's and that's why it, and that is why Craig Berube is, is talking now. If because when he was winning games, it was fine, it was whatever. But now that they're losing games and he can't make a save and he's doing all these things and he's finally being penalized for stuff, now it's like oh, okay, yeah, we have to stop it. Like he's had to stop for the longest time. It, it's stupid. He's fake punching people. That's that's the that's the, what. Like who does that? In the, like, I, I actually can't believe Berube didn't say this needs to stop after he threw a water bottle at Nazem Kadri in the middle of the press Someone said it. Someone said it. Why are you right? saying it now? And now your player is throwing water bottles at people. That is Mid- still one of the most you. unhinged things that has happened in recent years. Like oh. going to someone else's press conference, throwing a water bottle at them, and missing. Literally, I mean, yeah. He, he can't. He can't make saves. He can't throw bottles. What can you do, Jordan? Beyond be, beyond be a little brat. Honestly, yeah. he, and he acted like he's acting like an anime character. Like, oh, I walked by and I, I saw the water bottle. I saw him smiling, and I just couldn't let him get away with it. So I threw that bottle. Like, but I missed. Like, what a coward, oh too. What a coward. That was a really. That was a really good anime character voice, Tic Tac Toe, Mark. I think you have a secondary calling as a voice actor. Uh, I've been. I've been told. People ask, people ask, like, like, what would my plan be or see, like, Caribbean? I was like, oh, no, voice acting would be cool. But I, don't think I, I don't think I have, like, the lung capacity for it. You know, like, you just watch use your the, diaphragm. I don't know, man. Like, you watch those, those like, behind the scenes videos and like, people, like, pass out and stuff. Like, um, like, Sean pass Chamel. out. Yeah, man. Sean Chamel, the dude who voices Goku in Dragon Ball Z, like, he's, like, passed out, like, screaming before, which makes sense because, oh. you know. Well, I mean, that, that might not be the greatest example considering the amount of screaming <laughs> Goku does to turn that's, Super Saiyan. That's, but if that you were to do true. some other I show, I, yeah, I'm that sure is you'd find a way to make it work. <laughs> I, did, I did pick a very extreme example. But um, yeah, oh besides God. the point, like freaking like Biddington, like Biddington now getting wrapped from like like, like coaching staff is, is stupid because he's been doing this these idiotic things for the longest time and only now it's a problem. Like, come on, give me a break. You know what's yeah. going to happen? Like like that old graph, like that graph on Twitter said, if around enough, you will find out, and su- eventually Bennington will find out. I'm surprised. If you can't I'm, hear you. I'm must so feel. surprised. <laughs> it's I, going to happen to Jordan Bennington one day. It will. It's yeah. going to happen. He's going to poke the bear one day, and it is going to work badly against him. I'm I don't so wish it ill no will towards it. him. It's just going to happen. I'm so surprised no one's done it. Or another goaltender who's just who just said like screw it and just like skated over. But I guess you don't like I I don't remember the last like goalie fight or even like goalie like we just skate to the opposite of the end of the ends and just like meet in the middle and just like hold each other or whatever. I think the last time that happened was actually against the Canucks. 
Um, again, well, there was like a Leaf game against the Canucks where like when it was back when Matt Martin was on the team, and oh, I man. think I think Matt Martin was like mixing it up with a rookie, and then oh, who was the goalie? I don't know if it was Demko or if it was Schneider. I don't know, I can't remember. Like a goalie was like what guy grabbed Matt Martin, and then Frederick Anderson like skated down, and they just like just said like, hey, let's just like stay here. But like, besides that, you don't see like goalie fights. Like I think we need to get get rid of that. Like yes, don't touch the goalie. But if the goalie's freaking going out of their way to like start all this crap, and like, no, freaking you know, go for it, man. You know what, though, Omar? I don't think it'll be a goalie. I don't think it'll be a goalie fight. So I, I think we'll get a goalie for a skater fight. I think, I think he'll try to fight a skater and get just get dummied. Mm-hmm. I think he will fight a skater and just get freaking the band tuned up on his head top. <laughs> yeah, I, I times like these, I think of Ray Emery him going up against Andrew Peters. Oh, a my quintessential God. moment of my childhood watching hockey. Good times. Good times. That was a really interesting time. Yeah. Uh, as was this entire episode, which <laughs> we, we found a way to make us all laugh our asses off again. Good Bra- Lord. Brave on tree living. <laughs> oh, <it's good. laughs> so. Brave on tree living. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, oh, oh my God. No. it'll be fun oh, when June when yo, it's gonna be fun when this man wears his gold do right in a press conference. No, <laughs> I think I would implode if I ever saw that. Oh no, I guys, I have to, I sometimes get to talk to Brad. Like, yeah, I don't want him to like pop that up, you know. Buy, buy, I don't buy, know, maybe... buy him the do right for a Christmas present. Thank no, <laughs> I don't Thank think you. that's ethical. <laughs> Probably not. Yo, walk into his <laughs> office. Yo, yo, can you imagine walking into his office playing he's playing vibes cartel? No, 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 no. Here's your you rag. Here's your dominoes. Here's your mesh tank top. Is your plant? No, he's your plant. He's your your bullet uh. cake. Here's your Easter bun. Some cheese. <laughs> he just he just rolls into a press conference to say Wagwan Yes, star, yes, star. Heads on. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, we've done enough. Uh anyway, uh, thank you all so much for listening to Zone Time. Uh, where will we all be without you listening or watching this podcast, however you consume podcasts? Thank you, Omar. Thank you, Avery. Thank you, Sam. We'll be back next week. Tune in to figure out which GM we will put a do-rag on next. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.